Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap on the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel and Inside Nebraska podcast. He's Steve Marek, he's Greg Smith, and I'm just Zach Carpenter. We're here at Memorial Stadium after the first day of Nebraska Spring Ball Boys, and we are waiting, 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 waiting. Top 30 countdown, top 50 countdown, whatever <laughs> depth uh, chart, you like. Depth chart season. Yeah, right. Steve grinding away for hours on end, literally hours That's on true. end to come up with a depth chart projection. but. Uh, we met today with Matt Rule and a host of players, Luke yeah. Reimer, uh, Heinrich Harburg, and uh, a Ethan couple Piper. others, Ethan Piper. Gabe Bourbon. Um, and a lot of takeaways, but uh, obviously most newsworthy right off the bat is three players are no longer on the teams. Tyreek Johnson, former five-star defensive back, and then two tight ends, Chris Hickman and James Carney, the two former in-state tight ends. So Nebraska is now down to 98 scholarship players, uh, six tight ends, and uh, 23 defensive backs, which are two of the position groups where we kind of thought we would see um, some guys probably be leaving the program at some point. Not a big surprise on any of those three. I don't think anybody would be surprised about uh, Chris Hickman, Tyreek, especially Tyreek Johnson, and then James Carney. The path for playing time for those three just you know was getting longer and longer and longer. So um, not a huge surprise. But also. Um, Newsy press conference with Matt Rule. Uh, two, uh, three position changes also, and we can get into that too, but we can talk about the suspensions. Two players suspended also, starting running back from last season, um, Anthony Grant suspended, and also Tommy Hill, who started his season last year at defensive back. He started at corner. Um, things didn't go too well. He got moved to receiver in the middle of the season. He's back at DB right now, but um, suspended from practice. And so Anthony Grant and Tommy Hill not not practicing to start spring ball. Yeah, and on those suspensions, I think that anytime you have a situation like Tommy Hill where he went through what he went through last year, he's starting this, I guess, not even season, spring football off suspended coming out of winter conditioning. Um, and then you also have a crowded position room with a new coach. You start to wonder about that, right? Like, hey, where's this going for him? I think it's kind of natural to kind of think about it that way to see where things go for him and how much longer he could be with the program or if he kind of gets his act together and kind of gets things rolling. Yeah, yeah, defensive back. I think that's one of the, I think it was two weeks ago, whenever uh, we met with mm -hmm. <clears throat> Rule last, he sort of subtly said, guys, we have a lot of defensive backs. Like, <laughs> he did say that. backs <laughs> a lot uh, to have on the roster. So um, Tyreek Johnson, like I said, f uh, former five-star and played three years at Ohio State. He was the former 14th rank overall player in the country, number one ranked safety. But things just haven't worked out for him as many would have thought on the recruiting yeah. trail when he was coming out of uh, Jacksonville, Florida. So he uh, really said that all three of those guys have um, left the program on their own. But uh, like, like Steve mentioned, Gabe Irvin, um, it, it was funny right before, and Greg wanted to tell you this story, <laughs> right before Rule walked out, I asked Steve, I was like, all right, if we were drafting a, a team of players, just me and you, so two people, who would be the second running back you would take? Because in agreement, A.J. Allen would be the first running back yeah. you take. And we were both in agreement, like Gabe Irvin, really like that guy, like probably would uh, take a stab at him as the second running back. And then Rule came out and said that Anthony Grant is suspended. Um, so that was uh, kind of serendipitous of uh, the situation in the running back room, which probably one of the strengths on the roster right now. Yeah. But Gabe Irvin, I was listening to your guys' uh, spring football preview podcast, and Steve was on the money. He said that Gabe Irvin, just if you look at it, he looks like he's up to at least 220 pounds, and mm -hmm. Rule confirmed that, that he's around 221, 222. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what are takeaways from uh, Gabe Irvin Jr., a guy with a lot so, of potential and really well-built? 
So I, w I was over there with him um, when he talked. He talked very long, but he, but he had some really interesting things to say or things that kind of lend itself to what Rule was talking about. Gabe said that what he wanted to do this offseason was just basically make it through healthy, build on kind of how he was coming into it, feeling good with his body, and he was able to do that. Made it through winter conditioning, obviously healthy. Obviously, he's making an impact and an impression on the new coaching staff as well. Um, and so I, I decided it's good to see that from him because he's a kid that you hear good things about behind the scenes too as someone that's been a leader with, what is it, 39? Um, new players into the program 41 if you count the two guys that came back um, and Gabe Urban has been vocal in helping those guys out as well so it's good to see from him. Determination and, and having the correct mindset is like so big for running backs and I think that's exactly what Gabe Urban has. I mean if you watched his tape from last season um, he, wa he wasn't the starter he wasn't even the backup but he got some reps in that Oklahoma game and if you go back and watch Gabe Irvin against Oklahoma that guy was really running pissed off yeah. and he, he wanted to be out there and it, I think it meant a lot to him to be out on the field and start, start getting some carries again. Um, and, and to hear Matt Rule come out and say he was a star of the offseason at six foot one, 222 pounds, Matt Rule said he's one of the fastest players on the team if you're looking at those GPS numbers that, from those catapult technology um, that the players wear. That's really good to, good to hear for, for the running back room, especially when you hear the, un, the uncertain status with Anthony Grant. Um, but Rule went also went, went on to say um, that he wants, he thinks that, um, he thinks that Gabe Irving can be that battering ram in the fourth quarter because he wants 75 yards rushing in the fourth quarter, and he thinks if you can if you can get that mark 75 yards rushing in the fourth quarter, that's usually like equaling maybe like a shutout type fourth quarter where the offense stays on the field, the defense stays off the field, and you can just control the ball. So I think you know when you're looking at Gabe Irvin, that that's a big Big Ten built running back that I think you can give the ball to and. And like Matt Rule said, be that battering ram that I think the offense badly needs. And he, he said that. Gabe Irvin said he had actually reminded me. Sorry, I forgot to say that. But he did say that he gave Irvin that he wants to be that type of big back for the yeah. team. And I thought it was interesting that he actually just kind of came right out and said that. So that makes sense because I did not hear that with Matt Rule yeah. when he said that. That's a yeah. really good note. I'm sure the fans loved hearing that. Yeah, the battering ram <laughs> quote stood out right away because mm -hmm. I remember, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned the Oklahoma game because mm -hmm. uh, after – after that game, I know Steve was uh, just mentioning it in the press box and after the game about how um, about how strong Gabe Urban was running. So then when he came back for the Indiana game, was taking an extra look at those reps and he was just running downhill, like yep. just not afraid of anything, of, of any physical contact. So you have the juxtaposition of the different types of running backs that they have in that room, uh, which I said earlier, it really does have a, a potential to be yep. major strength of, of this offense and of this team. Um, Steve, I wanted to just kind of tee you up for some of the position changes oh, yeah. and some of the things that you noticed there, because I know you're pretty intrigued and excited to hear about some, of the, uh, some of the goings-ons with, uh, with what Rule was talking about. Yeah, so three position changes that Rule mentioned, and let's kick it off on the offensive side of the ball. There's only one on defense, but on the offensive side of the ball, Janarin Bonner, who started his career at wide receiver, a really big physical guy from Georgia, was a really good, I think, four-star recruit. Um, got here. He didn't play at all last year, but so he started his career uh, wide receiver. But Matt Rule looked at him, saw saw the kind of physicality, and he's moved to tight end as kind of a hybrid. Matt Rule called it an F role, which is kind of just a hybrid uh, tight end wide receiver. Is that a sat thing? I don't know. Yeah, that because I'd never that. heard that until well, he, he said that. Yeah. yeah well, well, here's the thing. Go back and watch uh, Marcus Satterfield's offense at South Carolina. You're going to see Jaheim Bell play exactly that role, what okay. I think they have in, in mind for somebody like Janarian Bonner, uh, just an athletic 
Um, he's he's six foot six foot three, I think he's listed on the roster, and he's up to 217 pounds. Matt Rule said his goal is to get him up to 222 pounds. So um, that that just looks like J Jaheim Bell um, in South Carolina's yeah. offense last year. So go back, have fun watching with that because he's a freak athlete, and I think they see something in Janarin Bonner. Uh, as a guy who can line up maybe potentially in the not not maybe as much as like an inline tight end but like a step back in the backfield maybe in the slot a little bit take some handoffs do some cool things like that and just just be creative like Marcus Satterfield was so that was one with Janarian Bonner the other one was Jake Applegate the former Southeast uh, Lincoln Southeast uh, Knight he started off as an edge last year in his first first season in the program but he has since moved to tight end at six foot four I mean we all we all saw Jake Applegate. yeah he did it in high school yeah, yeah absolutely. watched him a, a lot he was, he was a really great receiver he has awesome hands so he's up to 236 pounds at six foot four just looks like a tight end he's growing into a tight end body and so if if they if they didn't really see a path of playing time with Jake Applegate at edge maybe maybe there's something there at tight end um, and and so it's obvious just talking talking about this out loud how Matt Rule really likes tight ends I think and so he's <laughs> yeah, seeing a lot, a lot. Of, he's seeing like a lot of potential <laughs> tight end bodies That's here a big reason I think why yet Marcus Satterfield yeah, as his yeah. OC that makes sense. because yes. of the love for that position. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, last one, uh, Brody Tagaloa, who came here um, as a defensive lineman, was moved to tight end, has moved back for defensive line, and he's going to be limited in the spring, so not we're not going to be hearing a lot about uh, Brody Tagaloa, but um, back from the tight end room to the defensive line for Brody Tagaloa. So that was the three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any last observations before we get out of here, Greg? Anything to Yeah, I think that the, the big thing to me was about setting the standard for Matt Rule. I think, there, you know, everybody gets excited about coming out and being able to actually see the guys do football stuff and have a football out there. You know, the coaches were tired of kind of just watching them lift weights and all of that and want to see football activities. Um, but Matt Rule kind of dialed it back a little bit and said that you even you have to start with kind of setting the standard. Did everybody get here on time? And they did. <laughs> was everybody dressed appropriately? Did they know their assignments? Um, because things are going to be different. I think that there's as much as Matt Rule has talked about the details um, without explicitly saying we're going to be about the details, um, I think is something that will bleed over to the football team. Um, and it's important for them to get that going right away. I, I think that that's something that we'll be watching for throughout the spring. Yeah, I mean, we asked Rule and any other assistant coach, uh, if anytime we ask him about personnel questions, it was always sort of the same rhetoric of have to wait until spring ball, yep. see him out there on the field and get our own eyes on them and have those evaluations in place. and one day of spring ball is not going to be the determining okay. factor of, of we now know all these different things about uh, all of our players. I think it's sort of just a right now sort of in that feeling out process. Right. I mean, probably had a good idea of which guys could be up for position changes. You saw that the three uh, guys that Steve talked about. So still sort of that chemistry building off season. Today was day one. I mean, between the coaches, uh, coach to coach and coach to players still um, sort of building that out. So I think we're gonna, it's gonna still take quite a while for us to know more personnel-wise from what the coaching staff knows personnel-wise. But Steve, any last thoughts? We should probably mention the quarterbacks. So Casey Thompson and Logan Smothers, both limited. I know there were some questions surrounding about how much some of those guys were gonna do in this spring. As of Monday, they weren't throwing. They didn't throw. Casey Thompson, Logan Smothers did not throw on Monday's practice. Um, so both will be limited and also can't get out can't get out of here without mentioning Thomas Fedoni. Thomas Fedoni, um, Matt Rule joked that uh, 
Thomas is mad at, at, Matt, at oh, Matt Rule no. <laughs> because he's holding him out, uh, but uh, Matt Rule is very um, careful with uh, past ACL injuries and just wants to be very, very careful and, and make sure that the correct amount of time is taken with those types of in injuries. So uh, Thomas Fedoni is being limited um, to start spring practice, but Matt Rule said he's completely healthy. He's just wanting to be very careful with that guy because, you know, the potential is through, through the roof with him. Oh, we, we should also say, because uh, it happened right here, Heinrich Harburg uh, talked uh, to the media today and did say, and then one of the big questions is about whether or not he'll stay at quarterback. Uh, right now he is practicing still at quarterback and they're having him do that, but he was asked point blank by our own Jeff Ekstrom um, if he is going to be, if he's willing to even talk about other positions and he said he's very open to it. Like he said, whatever, you know, it takes to help the team, he'll do it. So that'll be something to kind of put a pin in and keep an eye on as well for sure. I think that's a big deal because we all saw Heinrich Harburg's dunk. I mean, it was, mm -hmm. it's, it's fairly obvious that he has athleticism through the roof, and so he can kind of help out this um, team in, in different areas. I think so. I'm at six foot five, around 220 pounds. You can put that guy as a as an extreme athlete elsewhere, and I think he can maybe um, help out somewhere. So. Right. Yeah, one of my intriguing storylines from uh, from a day at Memorial Stadium, and uh, more to come on Thursday. We're going to get our first uh, open media practice window to, to get a first look at the, at the guys and then more media availability after that practice pro day on Wednesday. Um, pretty, pretty loaded slate of, of spring ball as far as media availability is concerned and with four open practice windows get to wind up talking to uh, rule several times and all 10 assistant coaches. So looking forward to that. Today was just day one. So we've got plenty more to come on Inside Nebraska at Nebraska.Rivals.com and the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. Encourage you guys to like and subscribe to this video and uh, subscribe to the entire feed to have those videos dropped right right to you. So uh, I don't think we'll, we have anything else. We're going to get out of here in a cold, ice cold Memorial Stadium <laughs> for whatever reason. It's freezing here. But Matt Rule's wearing shorts. He mm, said he say he wears shorts every day, even in the, 20, in the 20s and 30s when it's uh, that, that cold out. But for Steve Mark. For Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we will catch you guys again next time.